Hey y'all, it's your girl Verse. Hey, and it's your guy Ace. And this is Love and Loyalty. Uh, so tonight's topic, we're going to be talking about being young, gifted, and broke. Yeah, tonight we're going to do a review on a show that's coming up on BET. And uh, what's the young lady that's hosting it? Angela Rye. She's a, um, she works for CNN. She's a lawyer and a commentator and all that stuff. Right. So basically, um, I saw a preview of the, of the new show, and um, it's one of the main topics that is plaguing the whole America. Um, if, you, if you've if you gone to college or in college, it's one of the shows that can help you uh, learn about uh, financial literacy that comes along with uh, gaining or earning a uh, college degree. Um, I know myself and Verse, we both graduated um, from HBCU, Payne College in Augusta, Georgia. And at 18 years old, um, you get a chance to go inside of a financial aid office, fill out a FAFSA form, and basically sign your life away. Um, in the sense of you're 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 making a, a huge life decision um, based off of something that you were told. Hey, um, go to college, get an education, you'll be able to get a good job, and you'll be able to pay off this uh, this debt. Right. Um, like Ace said, um, there is a show coming out this Sunday on BET called Young, Gifted, and Broke. Um, and they're going to be talking about basically the struggles of student loan debt. I mean, it's like so many people are dealing with this problem that is ridiculous. And it's also, you know, sad because, you know, for so long you're taught, you go to school, you get an education, you get a good job. Nobody says anything about those student loans and how they can affect you in a negative way. In, you know, and how much you can accumulate so quickly because you're not really paying attention to how much you're really taking out. Right. And one thing that um, some schools are going in quarters. Yeah. So, you or know, semesters. and then some are going to sem- semesters and each semester, each quarter, you're able to take out a certain amount. And one of the most impressive things on an 18, 19 year old student is the refund aspect. Man, what? So. We were bowling. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, after the school get their cut as far as the tuition, all the fees, and if you stand on campus, after they take out that money, uh, the, the government um, that gives out these loans give extra money for um, books, um, maybe laptops and computers, um, anything that's extra that comes along with going to school so there's a certain amount that they have that they adjust that you actually can receive so a lot of these schools um have caught on to okay you know what this student is getting ten thousand dollars per semester um let's let's make these fees and this tuition go up and which uh that way they they can actually get more of your money so you're not going to get that refund but it's really not a refund because you still owe that money. And see, that's the thing. The like, end, so. you know, you know what? And that's the thing too. Like, I don't think anybody really mentioning it either is refund checks. Like, you hear them talking about, oh, you know, well, I'm in so much debt in student loan debt, rah rah rah. But it, nobody is really talking about how we did get those refund checks. Cause I, I, I know I did. But we didn't. We didn't did. understand what what yeah, the refund right. check we did, meant. We didn't understand. You know, we, we knew that we was getting some money back. After we paid off all of our um every everything in school, you got to pay up front. That's what's crazy. Yeah. School, you can't pay from behind. They will boot you out of school so fast if 
your um, financial aid isn't together. No, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're a smart student or or what. If you got, if you don't have that money, school will boot you out. Yeah. They want, they want at least sixty to seventy percent up front, and then, um, because, and yeah, you're right. I, I mean, I didn't even. I don't know. I, I, I know. I, I'm guilty of taking more than I probably needed. Um. You know, me and Ace, we were balling out of control when we were in school. Uh, well, I wouldn't even consider that balling, man. We just was... I, I feel like we um, we were doing what 18 and 19-year-olds yeah. would do. And that's the part that's so messed up because why would you put that much responsibility on an 18 or 19-year-old? Financially, they do not understand what they're getting themselves into. Right. We don't understand so interest rates. Right. We don't understand the forbearance. For, mm-hmm. We don't understand... All the stuff that's actually in the right. contract, um, and like I say, like you just went through twelve cycles of, of school where mm-hmm. um, you had to raise your hand to go use the restroom, right? Where you had to get a pass to go get water, mm-hmm. where a lot of students now have to go and wear uniforms. You know, they 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 can't even go to school without wearing a polo and khakis to school. Um, yeah. That and some of them have a symbol on their shirt, like a crescent and a logo that say, "Hey, look, we're part of the school." Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that, but it's setting these students up for failure. It is because college itself teaches you uh, critical thinking and how to be an individual. Mm-hmm. You know um, how to pretty much go from your strength. So every student is not a morning person, and you kind of learn right. that when you get there. Like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna do the same thing I did in high school. You know, my classes at eight. I'll be done by 12. I'm good. Right. But you might miss the 8 o'clock class. <laughs> so, okay. So, ch- check this out. Well, then, I know, like, a lot of people have been raising the idea of free college education. So, do you think that's a, a solution to the student loan debt problem? I America? believe that America should um, definitely change the policy when it comes to these schools. Because these schools are steadily becoming richer and richer. And then they're also receiving... Um, grants, grants and yeah. a lot of other go- government, government, right? Like state schools receive state funding, mm-hmm. but you're still getting the student loan aspect too. So like we have a school right downtown Atlanta. It's a state school. It's Georgia State University. Awesome university, but it has grown. Mm-hmm. You know, they bought Turner Field. Um, they, they've expanded all throughout downtown. It's, it is, um, I would say that Georgia State may be bigger than Georgia Tech at this point as far as, like, real estate downtown, mm-hmm. you know, or equal. Right. You know, so these colleges have grown a lot, and they are state-funded, and they um, get grants. They do all these different research. And uh, what do they actually give back to the community? Right. You never really hear colleges on, you know, the take for giving back to communities. Anytime a community is struggling or doing anything like that, they're never held accountable for, for actually doing any type of relief effort. Have you ever noticed that? Like yeah, colleges have, itself have never right. been a part of any relief effort. I never effort. really noticed that. Though. Like the students themselves will go out and. Yeah, that's and, a good point, Ace. Right. The students themselves will go out and say, you know what? We have this situation going on in mm-hmm. society. We agree that this is an injustice situation. Like Georgia State, Clark Atlanta students, Morehouse students, Spelman students, they show out for all the rallies right. when it comes to like any type of injustice in America. But the school themselves never right. speak out. They never give a statement. 
Speaking of giving back, um, it was a while ago. I think it was around um, May, June when they was having a lot of graduations. Morehouse College, one of the um, billionaires here in Atlanta, gave um, money to students to pay back their student loan debt. Right, right. The dude is an entrepreneur, and he's uh, he's amazing. He paid off all the student loans of the graduation class, and recently I heard that he went back and paid the parents' student loans as wow. well. He's going to be blessed, man. Yeah, definitely. And uh, also we have the young lady that owns Slutty Vegan here in Atlanta as well. Um, shout out to her. She um, she has her business that's growing and is booming, and she's also giving back to her local college, Clark Atlanta, her, um, she's, where she's alumni at, mm-hmm. and she paid uh, students loans up as well there. Um, so we're seeing that. People are recognizing that there needs to be some form of student loan relief. Right. And maybe since it's a campaign season, instead of them talking about all this stuff they're not going to do, mm-hmm. that that should be an issue that, that we put on the ballot because yeah. it's it's affecting mm-hmm. everybody. everybody. And it doesn't matter what race. Nah, it doesn't it's matter what race. It's affected everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. are having to deal with that. You know, um, I know if I could do it over again, honestly, I don't think I would have went to a private institution. I think I would have went to a public school right state school yeah state school because at that time i know it was cheaper but it's like it's i mean the debt is is crazy right so um like if you go and you work for somebody it's going to be hard to get out of that debt Mm -hmm. um the president barack obama he was able to get out of his student debt because uh he wrote books and one of his books ended up being a top seller he was able to you know, pretty much pay his student wow, loans off. I had no idea that's how that's what happened. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. The president of the United States and all that did. Dang. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like it's growing and it's still it's still gonna be one of the things that's out of control, and we don't need them pandering to society, uh, doing another election year without addressing this issue, because it's a lot of professionals. So if you once you go to college for four or five years and get your undergraduate. Most of the time, you had to go back and get a master's degree, or right. some kind of specialist, and to, then for you to make more money, for you to actually make you know more money closer to that six. Right. Most so people then, are trying so to get closer to that six figure. So then you fall back into that cycle again with student loan debt. I know that's what happened to me. Like I got a um, undergrad, and I went back and got a master's um, degree, and that had loans and stuff in it. So yeah, you back into that cycle, and that increased my loan amount. So you know, I'm pretty up pretty up there as far as my loan my loan amount well one one of the things i want to address on on our show is that once you do take out these student loans and you decide that you don't want to rent anymore and you go to uh buy a home there's what they calculated is a a debt to income ratio Mm -hmm. your student loan affects your debt to income ratio so if you wanted the the lucky people here in Atlanta that makes between fifty and sixty thousand dollars, you feel pretty blessed. You're like, okay, cool, I can afford my rent, um, I can afford my car note, I can afford my insurance. Let me step out here and get a house. Mm. You go out here and once you uh sign once you start doing the pre approval and go through that process, uh, that student loan pops up. If you six figure in debt, uh over a hundred thousand dollars in debt, then it's only so much of a house that the lender is gonna actually give you. So now it kind of limits how you're going to live. It limits on what kind of mortgage you can yeah. actually have. So a lot of people are stuck renting and 
um, as we know in Atlanta, regentrification is is here. They're building skyscrapers everywhere. Right. And each apartment is between twelve and maybe twenty four hundred dollars a month throughout the city. So a lot of people, yes, they're moving here. Um, yes, the tech jobs are here. Yeah. Um, but you might want to rethink what is your salary, what is your debt to income ratio. Um, have you been uh, communicating with Navient, Sally mm-hmm. Mae. And I feel like those things should be taught in high school. Of and course. And middle school. Yeah, you of know, course. So that you can understand what you're getting yourself into and what you're investing in. Now, we, I mean, I think it's designed, it's, our, it's designed like that. Yeah, it is. Because once you turn a certain age, you realize, okay, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Mm-hmm. What do you actually want to do with your life? And a lot of times at 18, 19 years old, you don't know what you want to do with your life. You just really want to make the best decision for yourself and your family. You don't want to right. embarrass your mom, your dad, mm-hmm. your grandma, everybody that's been It really goes down to looking good for other people, too. Like, you're really right. not doing it for yourself. I mean, I feel like you're doing it for yourself, too, because you want to give your, yourself the best chance to win. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I'm in college is a conversational piece. Oh, I'm in college. Don't look at me like this. Because being black, you know, people look at you um, in the youth. If you're not in college at 18, what are you doing? Yeah. You know. You're like you, wasting your life away. Right. You kind of you kind of look that as a failure almost, even though you don't know what you want to do. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember the Everest College commercial, the dude with the hat on. Hey, man. What are you yeah. doing? Oh, yeah. you do get up, man. Get up, man. Get up, man. Get up, man. You know, you ain't doing that with your life anyway, you man. Come on down. Yeah. yeah. Come on down to Everest College, man. Get you something, man. Come on. You, you yeah. stupid, man. <laughs> you don't want to be that person, man, that's, that's left at home. You know, spring break, your friend come home from Fort Valley. He's telling you all these great stories. Man, we got the fraternities. We got the parties. Man, the ladies look nice. You know, I learned X, Y, and Z from school. I'm doing athletics. I'm in the band. It's so much things that that the school actually bring to the table that you like. Man, I don't want to. It's, so, it's a social aspect. Of it's it. a social aspect, but that's a that's that's a part of the draw that the college has. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that actually upsells the college. The yeah, social life upsells upsells the college. Mm-hmm. Um, the the sports. Um, if you're an athlete or if you're into sports, you can't wait to go to a UGA. You can't wait to go to an Auburn. You can't wait to go to a top ten school. So that you can have that experience. I remember um, after Payne College when I went to Georgia Southern for grad school. Man, at True Blue, Go Blue, when I was out there on the football field um, at that stadium. And we had the paint on and, and we screaming out Georgia Southern. It was a whole different experience. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel a part of the school. You feel a part of the community. You know, so. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to the financial literacy of school, I think that. A lot of kids need to, as soon as they hit ninth grade, uh, yeah. they need to start I learning. Agree. Because one thing about the military, they're in high school. They're in the JRTC. And a lot of boys and fe- a lot of boys and young ladies are putting those classes and learning about the military. They're learning how to do um, the right face, left face, and stuff like that. So you have the uniforms right there in high school. So... You see the JRTC program. So when they turn 18 years old, they're grooming certain students to actually go to the military. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The government is right there. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? And they force you to take them classes yeah. when you were in high school. You got well, to no, take... I didn't take JRCT. Well, you didn't. In my school, they forced us to take that. 
in high oh, school. Yeah, they didn't do that. So they was like, school. you know what? We're gonna put you in a yeah, you look like you need some discipline. We're gonna no. put you in we're gonna put your little we're gonna put your little book in GRTC. But that's neither here nor there, guys. I hope you guys got some valuable information from Love and Loyalty tonight. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure there's other married couples out there or friends um, that are going through this. Uh, share this with, you know, family members or anybody that's going through Especially it. Especially your younger, you know, family members that's, you know, getting ready to graduate high school this year, getting ready to go to college. Just, you know, let help them understand that they need to know what they're getting into before they decide to invest in taking out student loans to go to college. Exactly. And with that, until next time, guys, peace. peace.